This is the Wu Wei Wisdom Podcast, our weekly no-nonsense life lessons aimed to inspire you to master your emotional and spiritual health, achieve balance, harmony, and flow, and rediscover the authentic and awesome you. We're your hosts, David James Lees and Alexandra Lees. This episode comes from our YouTube teaching archives. This week, we're talking all about emotional triggers. Are you a hostage to your emotional triggers? Perhaps there are certain people or certain situations that you know will always knock you off balance, maybe put you on an emotional high alert and create a sense of overwhelm. Well, in this video, we're going to be talking about what really causes these emotional triggers, whether it's in your relationships, with family, friends, or at work, and how the inner child and your childhood experiences are also involved in your emotional triggers, and most importantly, what you can do about it, how you can stop getting triggered once and for all and take back control of your inner balance and calm. Okay, David, so the question we've had in on this topic is, I keep getting triggered by people or situations in my life. I immediately switch on to emotional high alert mode when people criticize me or disrespect me, or if I have to deal with any kind of problem situation at home or work. I'm trying my best to keep calm and rise above everything, but actually I'm an emotional wreck and this is wearing me out. So these triggers, David, they affect, well, they're affecting this lady and they affect a lot of people. In our Facebook group, we have so many people saying, this person triggered me, took me back to my childhood, or this situation put me on high alert. It's almost like a, an immediate reaction. So what, what is an emotional trigger? So I love these questions. And so thanks very much for keep sending them in. It gives us a real op- opportunity to unpack things and go deep into the issues that are affecting your life. I always say, don't I, look at the question. Just read that first bit of the question again and listen to this question. Okay. Just the first bit. I keep getting triggered by people or situations in my life. Okay. So you see, when I hear that, what this person is doing is taking no responsibility at all. She's putting the responsibility externally and she goes, who me? I keep getting triggered. It's nothing to do with me. It's them. They are triggering me. You have your finger on your trigger. The trigger's yours. It's not theirs. Why would you pass over the trigger to them? And this is really the most important teaching of the Wu Wei Wisdom model. Everything we talk about here emotional and personal self-responsibility. Just that first Mm -hmm. sentence, if she was working with me, I would stop her there. We could do the whole session just on the belief system that forms that first session. She has become the victim. You cannot be the victim of emotions that you create. Remember, let's all repeat it together. You are the creator of your emotions. 
You are not the victim of them. Other people can't trigger you unless you want to be triggered.、Yeah. This sounds tough, doesn't it? But <laughs> this is really your path out to emotional freedom, emotional education, taking control of your life, not trying to control external people from stop pressing your bells or pulling your triggers or whatever、yeah. I hear every day. Oh well, David, are you saying that the other people? Um, or the situations—if they're really bad situations—they've they've, got—they're not to blame at all. Nothing to do blame. Nothing at all to blame with your emotions. Zero,、okay. zero to blame with your emotions. But if emotions. it wasn't, but if it wasn't for them, I know what a lot of people would say is: if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't feel like this. Well, then you'd be living in in a vacuum, <laughs> because we live in reality、yeah. where we hit what we call life lessons. We hit people. Unless you want to live in a world with no other people, would you like that?、Mm-hmm. Everybody doing what you think is right. Everybody living by your rules. You are the prince or princess, and everybody has to follow your rules. That is not the reality that we live in, and if you believe that or teach that to your children, you're giving them completely the wrong teaching. The bells, the triggers, the buttons are yeah. yours. Yeah. We've got a front doorbell here. If I took out the the battery, somebody could stand there all day pressing the button. I wouldn't know.、Mm. They could stand there as much as they want to. The triggers is something connected with you.、Okay. It's your responsibility. Do not give up that responsibility, and you've got the wrong end of the stick, or what I call putting the cart before the horse.、Yeah. You're trying to control them instead of controlling yourself. Yeah. So, I think what I'm understanding that you're saying is that、um, other people or other situations, external stuff, can happen and will happen.、Yeah. How, which is. Could be challenging. Could be inappropriate. Could be could be、anything. really really bad. Could be really good. But we have the choice to deactivate the the trigger within us. The trigger is entirely within our control. There's no trigger. Okay. There's no trigger. There's no button. Okay. It's just your ability to be in emotional. Control, remembering that you create the emotion. So if you're experiencing an emotion,、yeah. you have created. They haven't created.、Yeah. They've created the event. Yeah, absolutely. They've、so、created the event.、Respond. How you respond. Isn't this more powerful? Isn't this more spiritual? Isn't this the way that you want to live? That you can live to your rules.、Mm. Don't worry about what other people do. They're busily living to their rules. Why don't you focus on your rules and live to your belief system? I think, David, for a lot of people, what you just said could be kind of like quite a ra- radical shift in looking at it. But for some people, they're like, "Yeah, I know." It's to do with me. I know it's to do with me, but David, it's almost like I'm on a default with this, and I know. Can I just? Yeah. Default is just a choice set on default. Yeah. You set the default. That's、okay. what default means. It means every time that happens, you respond. It's like this. Pavlo dog yeah, thing. Yeah. Remember, you、yeah. know, you do that, I do this. Well, and and this is the thing because with Pav <laughs> the Pavlov dog example, almost for a lot of people, the the anticipation of what a person's going to say, or the anticipation, or the assumption that this situation is going to be really bad, that 
they allow themselves to be triggered even but, by that. So but, it doesn't even have to actually happen for Al them to get the emotional reaction. Alex, Alex, Alex. Who creates the anticipation? Well, this is what well, this is. It's them. It's well, it's don't, us. Well, don't create well, the anticipation. So yeah. So it's all about how we think and what we believe about that person or that situation, whether it's in relation to something that's actually happening or something that we're anticipating is going to happen. What I'm saying is an event. I call it an yeah. event. You can call it whatever you want. A situation, a person that is coming into your life. You have to deal with that authentically. This is what I keep on saying in these videos. This is a spiritual matter. This is about honoring and respecting what we call Shen, your true spirit. No one can touch that Shen except you. Mm -hmm. Events will happen. This is the reality of the world we live in. I'm sorry, really bad events. You get made redundant. You lose someone you love. Someone you love leaves you. Families break up. You get divorced. You lose, you know, everything. This is the reality that we live in. The only thing that you can control is your reaction to that. And this is why in our model, you don't look outwards, mm. you look mm. inwards. Because, you take control yeah. of you. And the major thing, the number one thing I try and say on each video is you are the creator of those emotions. Do not let the emotion take over because you're creating an emotion and then you're surrendering to the emotion yeah. that you've just created. I think kind of what I'm visualizing here, David, is we have two choices. Like there's a fork in the road. We can either go down the road that you've just said, surrendering to the emotions and allowing the emotions to pull us into being triggered, into being knocked off balance, into being pulled onto emotional high alert and that sense of overwhelm. Or we can make a choice to say, hold on a minute, I have total control here. of Personal how I, control. Personal, emotional self-responsibility about how I choose to react exactly. to this person or to this situation or to this thought or anticipation exactly. and and it's like Can I just say we though, need Alex, to pause at that fork in the road don't we that's very important what you're controlling is you you're not controlling the situation yes that's the key yeah see that sounds very minute but that's where it yeah, goes yeah. wrong that people try and control the situation yeah. instead of controlling themselves so they react to the situation and i think if if we go down that route where we we react or we blame or we become the victim or we try to control other people or situations or we avoid other people or situations because we don't want to be triggered, we it's almost like the human-centered mind then sets up... Um, almost like a justification for doing it by blaming, Absolutely. by saying, this is no good for me, it was them, it wasn't me. Mm -hmm. And so we can create a very elaborate justification for holding on to the belief that the problem is external, not internal. Absolutely. So the human-centered mind and the inner child is great at blaming other things. If it wasn't for them, if they were just better... I can't deal with confront. Oh my goodness, how many times a day do I hear this? I don't like confrontation. Well, don't go into a confrontation then. It takes two people to have a confrontation. Don't go into mm. a confrontation. Learn how to confront. Learn how to confront. And this will take some learning. I don't expect yeah. you to do this as you finish this video. 
But I'm, I'm offering you the opportunity to learn and get the support from the community. You won't get it right the first time. You're not perfect. So learn how to confront. And how you learn how to confront externally, first of all, you learn how to confront yourself. Mm. You learn how to get your beliefs. How many times have you heard me say on these videos, what do you believe? Why do you believe it? That's the key. Make sure your belief system, which then involves your emotions, are set on a very firm footing. Make sure you actually believe your beliefs and they're not lies. Mm. They're not one of the three lies. You know, remember, I'm not good enough. I can't cope. I'm unlovable. Make sure they're not one of those because those are all lies. And if you build your foundation of your belief system of your life based on those lives, I will guarantee you, guarantee you, you will experience red light feelings, mm. whatever you choose. And I think, David, what you said about almost like this two-step approach, let's pause at the crossroads, if we like. So almost use the, when you do get the physiological reaction in your body, or you do get the uncomfortable or painful red light feelings arising in, in any given moment, rather than reacting and going down this route that we've talked about, pause and think about, well, hold on, let's reflect internally first before I start dealing with the person or the situation. Where, you, where you're a very calm person, <laughs> Alex, because Alex says nice words like pause and I say, stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Don't go down that road. Stop. Don't pause. Just stop. When you dig in a hole, stop digging. Don't go any further. Once you start to create the red light feelings, stop. And, and, And I think, David, I think we need to be clear. What we're saying is that in a lot of circumstances, if we get triggered or if we believe we're being triggered, it's to do with our belief system. And we'll come on to that. But equally, We're not saying that in some circumstances, some people are acting inappropriately. Some people are disrespecting us. Some situations are horrible. Dysfunctional. So we're we're not saying that everything's rosy in the outside world or everything's perfect in terms of how people around us are. And it's all our fault. All we're saying is let's just... Let's just respond in the most authentic way possible. Let's go down this route rather than that route, because that route is will, will give you an inauthentic response, an inauthentic reaction. I'm saying that we are all sailing on this sea, and in this sea there are storms, there are tornadoes, there are hurricanes, there are whales, there are giant octopuses in this sea. We have to deal with it appropriately. So when the storm comes, we don't open the sails and storm, we close down. We shut Mm. down perhaps and we keep ourselves quiet and we find a way through. And so that's your responsibility. That's not the responsibility of the storm not to come your way. And as Alex says, there are tremendously dysfunctional people, events, things happen which aren't right, aren't fair, aren't just. And that is how you respond I want you to be more proactive Mm. than reactive and to go down this old familiar path of poor me, I'm the victim, I'm being triggered. If it wasn't for them, I can't live my life. No wonder I'm an emotional wreck. You know, and this is what's got to stop because you're awesome. Mm. You are awesome. Why don't 
do you take responsibility for your emotions? Mm -hmm. And people say, and they write in and say, David, you're really harsh. I'm not harsh. I'm saying, I believe in you. I believe in you. I think you're amazing. I think you have everything you need. This is the Taoist spiritual teaching. There is nothing that you need. You've got everything. And what I'm saying is look within and open that storage door and get yeah. all of everything you've yeah. got out. Well, in, in that respect, David, these um, situations or people, they are almost here to teach us a lesson. I think so. To to signpost us, you know, if if we have a extreme emotional reaction, so what we call a red light feeling, that that person or that situation or that thought about that person or situation is like a spiritual signpost to a life lesson that needs to be learned. So, for example, if I get triggered, if I have a red light feeling, if someone disrespects me or doesn't validate me when I believe I should be validated. <laughs> I guess the lie there within my belief system is that I'm not lovable. What's well, something it's, like that? It's why, triggering why? that. What we call, we've referred to the three lies. That's lie number one is I'm not lovable. And a lot of people can just say, well, you know, the way they disrespect me, whether it's someone at work or someone close to us, a friend, a partner, or or they ignore us or they, they criticize us, that will trigger a, a kind of inauthentic belief within us that are, we're not lovable. And then we blame that person. We blame exactly. that situation. We don't look within. Exactly. But do you ever look at the person? And if if you're experiencing that red light, why don't you look at the person and say, should I really put value on what they say? Are they somehow totally balanced? Are they are they superior to me? Are they emotionally, intellectually superior to me? And what they say about me is the truth? Of course not, because most of the people you meet anyway have got a mask up and what you see is not what's going on inside them. Do you think that you're the only one with the inner child? Everybody's got them. I've got them. Alex has got them. We've all got this part of our mind that's going ying, 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 that we call the 3 a.m. mind. There is nobody immune to this. Don't think it is. Don't think that you're the only one that's experiencing these thoughts. This is what we're working with you to clarify these thoughts and get it clear. And as Alex just said, I always say, dear problem, dear problem, thank you for coming into my life. There must be something here I've got to learn. Because until you learn that lesson, guess what? It then comes around. How many times has this happened to you? Different people, yeah. different events, same yeah. problem. And that's because you've never learned it. And here's the wonderful teaching. Please, please believe what I'm going to tell you. Once you've solved the problem, you never have it again. Goes away. Never returns. Mm. If it keeps returning, all it's telling you yeah. is you haven't solved the problem. Don't look externally. Look internally. So I guess what you're saying is that whether it's friends or family or situations at work, it can be the same, same uh, 
inauthentic lie that is being tweaked, which is almost being scratched. It's like, an you know, you've got an itch because something's scratching the itch. The fact is you've got the inauthentic lie. So the inauthentic lie that I'm unlovable or that I'm not good enough could be scratched because someone treats you in a disrespectful way or ignores you or you believe you're not being validated or you believe that you're not needed or you're surplus to requirements. All sorts of situations or people can can trigger, can scratch that itch, but it's your it's your it's, it's your itch that Makes you need sense. to look at and and resolve. And then it doesn't matter what people do, mm-hmm. because although it's still not great if someone disrespects you or abuses you, but at least it doesn't inf- affect your internal world so badly. But if but if somebody disrespects you, for me that would say more about exactly, them than you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would I would look at them and think you've got some yeah. emotional issues here. It's nothing to do with as with me, yeah. Be, because I'm not looking for their respect. To be honest, yeah. I see I would allow and I would accept that they can respect or not respect me, yeah. And that's their choice because you know what I respect me. There's the key. I respect me. I don't need that stamp of validation from someone else and if you're looking for that stamp you're looking around all the time for this validation for this approval for this and that's when you start pleasing people and trying to not upset them because you're always looking for something from them it's like you're needy you want it you've got to have it you've got to have that reassurance you've got to know you want to know certain you want to know the future you want to know what's going to happen and the truth is we don't and and one of my clients said, well, I'm not going to accept that. And I'm going, well, we've got a problem because that's the reality. I mean, there's two things you've mentioned there, David. I think the idea of if someone does disrespect you, of course, you know, we if we don't hold the lie that we're not good enough or we're unlovable, then it's not going to upset our internal emotional balance so much. But also we're more likely, if we go down this road, to put in place authentic and appropriate boundaries and to be able to speak our truth and say this is not appropriate. But if we are, if we're following down the kind of blame game, I'm the victim, it's them, it's not me, then we don't have the authentic ability to put in place and speak those boundaries to people. And we're going to do another video on setting boundaries, which will be a good complement to this video. The other thing, David, you mentioned um, about people... Uh, I guess wanting, being triggered, experiencing red light feelings because they feel they haven't got control of a situation or a situation isn't predictable or a situation is uncertain. And so they experience the red light feelings, whether it's anxiousness, overwhelm, they want to close themselves in. That again relates to the belief, the, sorry, the lie or the core belief that, um, I can't manage. I can't, can't cope. cope. So that's the third lie that we talk about. Yeah, so we've got the three lies. I'm not good enough. I can't cope or I'm unlovable or unworthy. I can't cope is I want to be certain. I want to be certain of you're going to be with me for the rest of my life. And the truth is we can't be certain. Mm-hmm. You may change your mind. You may not want to be with them the rest of your life. But nobody can give you that certainty. 
And when someone is not taking responsibility for their emotions, they want that certainty because they don't want to experience the emotion. They're looking at the wrong place. Instead of what I want you to do is to control the emotion. Mm -hmm. Of course, we don't want people to leave us, but we can't control that. We did a lovely video on you cannot be rejected. Mm -hmm. It's impossible. No one can reject you. Someone can choose not to be in your life, but they can't reject you because that's you being the victim again. You are not a victim. You're a spiritual, wonderful, divine, awesome human being. How can you be a victim to someone else? They are not superior and you're inferior. This is wrong belief system. You see, this goes right to the core. Yeah. You've got to do the golden thread. Why do I think that? Why did that affect me? Why, 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 why? Then you'll come down normally to the three lives. So I would think, David, that the ex in its extreme form, these emotional triggers are what people call like PTSD or some form of trauma Um so obviously, a lot of PTSD can be from adult experiences, but trauma can also relate to childhood experiences, traumatic experiences or abuse. But are we talking about the same process, the same issues in terms of now as an adult in our everyday life, there are certain people, or certain situations or things that we are believe are going to happen that trigger that uh, rankle, that affect or scratch these inauthentic beliefs within us? Well, in my experience, what it normally means is unresolved issues okay. what, that we call life lessons. So something has happened to you earlier in, in your life, normally childhood, and you hadn't got the cognitive awareness, the ability to deal with it then. You created the red light feelings without realizing that you are creating the feelings. And that's what I try and remind you. I know the intellectual side of you watching this video will say, yes, of course, I agree with you, David. Of course, I create my emotional feelings. But ask that part of your mind that we call the inner child. And ask that part of your mind quietly in a meditation. My darling, do you believe that you create the red light feelings. I will almost guarantee you it doesn't. It believes the red light feelings are coming externally, coming into them like an attack. That's why you have to use words like triggered. I am triggered. I would prefer you to say, I choose to be triggered. People hate when I say that because they don't want to take responsibility. Mm -hmm. They want to say, these emotions are flooding in at me, David, and I can't do anything about it except protect myself yeah. and this is where it goes wrong because you build a wall of protection but you're keeping the emotions within you yeah you're building a prison and locking yourself in a prison so what i think what you're saying is that the adult part of us may rationally know that we have control over our inner world if we choose to take it However, that part of our mind that we call the inner child can be so loud, can be so determined and go into almost like, you know, the fight or flight mode. Absolutely. It wants to run away from what it perceives as a very bad situation or an abusive situation or a disrespectful situation. It wants to lock itself away or it wants to scream and shout that this 
is not fair. How this person is treating me is not fair. What this situation is like is not fair. And so it's almost like we have this pulling apart. And as you say, the child goes into a lockdown mode and, you know, gets very, very stubborn because it wants to keep itself safe and protected. But what all that means is it almost deepens your resolve to dig your heels in the mud and say, you know, it's them, it's not me. And so then you don't do that inner work that we're talking about. Absolutely. And and that's why the metaphor of the inner, inner child, not perfect, of course, but I think it's an excellent me- metaphor because that part of your mind that we're calling the, in, the inner child, and we've done loads of videos on this. And if you like that term and it works for you, then I, I suggest you work through the videos, particularly reparenting yeah. your, in, your inner child. I will put a link child. to those videos for you. It's very, very good because do not think that this is a walk in the park. That inner child, as Alex has just said quite rightly, is the most willful, strong-minded, my goodness, can he or she scream loud. And it's very, very challenging. One of the greatest spiritual journeys that you will embark on is to bring the inner child in you into a oneness. And this is why it's a spiritual teaching. This is why all of these are spiritual teachings, because you are one, you are awesome. You are not separate. You are not fighting each other. You are not in a tug of war, that inner critic. Do you know the 3 a.m. mind? Who's that? That's you talking to you. You would not talk to other people the way you talk to you. And this is when I say the first step, stop it. Mm -hmm. Stop it. Don't beat around the bush. Don't go, oh, well, let's talk about it for three years. No, no, no. Stop it. And then follow the golden thread to find out why you are doing it. Yeah. And so that normally involves... So we take self-responsibility in that moment. We pause or we stop it. We don't go down the, the normal road of Familiar. being dragged dragged down the extreme emotional reactions, shouting and screaming or withdrawing. We say, hold on, what's going on here? Let's look at the let's look at the beliefs. Let's look at the the lies that we're holding on to. What are we thinking here? What are we believing here? So we take it down level by level from the yeah. red light feelings. Yes to the thoughts and self-talk, down to the core beliefs. And we and we may find, as you say, when we ask the question, you know, what am I thinking? What am I believing? Is this the truth? We get down to that original experience or series of experiences, whether it was something traumatic that happened to us in adulthood or more often than not something that ha- traumatic that happened to us in childhood that we didn't understand, that we couldn't make sense of. And we need to unlock that we need to resolve that because that that event or series of events that we misunderstood that made us first go into lockdown into the extreme reaction that is what is informing our emotional reactions now today as an adult that's very well explained and so the job when I work with clients, and that's why the video calls work really well. So I'm very fortunate and very happy to work with clients all, all over the world. So once we understand, we can go down the golden thread. And as I always say to all of my clients, I can't change your belief system. No one can because it's your belief system. But what when we find the life lesson, the unresolved issue, if yeah. you prefer, 
then what we can do is to widen the beam and we can look at other possibilities, other ways of viewing it, offering you different perceptions on that situation. We can't change the situation because it happened 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. We're not trying to change the, the situation. We're also not trying to say, forget the situation. That's the last thing we're trying to do. What we're trying to say is take control of your perception, your belief, your thinking around that situation. Yeah. And that is really the most important thing. Because in my experience, I am so fortunate to deal with absolutely amazing, amazing people very successful, you know, really doing well in perhaps some forms of their lives. But emotionally, I'm sorry, they've got a six, seven-year-old at the wheel of the car, driving the car, and they don't know how to deal with that. And this is when they use things like triggered, poor me. And then they start either going to some form of eating too much, drinking too much, hiding away, not going out, shutting themselves down, whatever, whatever. So instead of being proactive in their life, they are reactive to the emotions that they create. And that's the breakthrough for me. Every part of you, 100%, not 99%, oh, I'm with you 99%. I say, no, no, sorry, let's work on the 1%. 100%, every emotion that you experience, you have created. Yeah, And, and once you've done that inner work, it can be so releasing so transformative and then it's almost like it deeply grounds you into your authentic self so that you can then tackle the situation the person whatever it is that is you know knocking you off balance you are now more strongly rooted and you can go and deal with that person, that situation with confidence, with authenticity, with clarity, with focus. And this is what Wu Wei means. Yeah. Effortless effort, yeah. being in your flow, like walking a tightrope. You're walking a tightrope. You see that film when that guy's walking the tightrope high in the mountains. You go, oh, my goodness, I wouldn't be able to do that. And the rope starts swinging. Well, that's life. We're walking this yeah. tightrope. So you've got to learn how to walk, how to balance, how to be in your flow. Effortless effort. So it's just happened. So it doesn't matter whether the person you come meet is dysfunctional or highly functional. Yeah. Makes no difference because you are in your flow yeah. and you don't let them knock you off your tightrope. You are walking your tightrope. You are a tightrope expert. <laughs> yeah. and it doesn't matter whether yeah. the tightrope yeah. goes in yeah. circles. You will be able to adjust and I've never, I've never done any surfing, but I'm sure I, when I watch them surf, you've got to ride the wave, and and you can't stop the the wave. You've got to learn how to ride the wave. <laughs> I know to kind of extend your analogy of the surfing, it's almost like when you get yourself into that position, you welcome the next big exactly. wave because it allows you to hone your skills. You look for even bigger waves. Exactly, it allows you to hone your skills to be authentically responsive. To be to transform with situations, to flow with situations, to adapt with situations, so that you can reach, reach your true potential. So, let, so let's carry on that metaphor. I've just come <laughs> okay. up with this metaphor. You will occasionally fall off your board. <laughs> yeah. But what do you do? Get back on. Get back on. Get back on. That's what you do. Yeah. That's what you do because you won't surf every wave, and you go, "Wow, that one beat that one beat me." 
won't beat me again. I'll learn how to flow on that wave. And that's what life is like. And this is exciting. This is who you are as a spiritual person. This is, this is what the reality that you live in. It is this wonderful life. You are so blessed. My goodness, look at you. Look at your skin. Look at your fingers. Look at your eyes. This is amazing that this is your life. It's amazing that you are even here. It's even more amazing that you're watching us. It's even more amazing that wherever you are in the world, we get connected. Isn't this amazing? This is how blessed you are. Don't deny your blessings. Surf those waves, if you like that analogy. Brilliant. Thank you, David. So we covered a lot of topics there in relation to this emotional triggers issue. We've talked about things like childhood trauma, PTSD, taking responsibility for your emotions. We mentioned the golden thread process. I will put links in the video description below to additional videos, which will deepen your learning and understanding on all of these subjects. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Wu Wei Wisdom Life Lesson. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and please rate and review us to help us grow. If you'd like to work one-to-one with David, he supports clients all over the world every week via video call. You can learn more about David's consultations, plus our online events, offers, and gifts on our website, wuwaiwisdom.com. You can also meet and share with us in our private Facebook group, on our YouTube channel, and on Instagram. Search for Wu Wei Wisdom and you'll find us. Until next time, stay happy, healthy and in your flow.